evening, this is CORE, Continuing Order of Religious Education. We greet you in that matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the key. He's the king. He's awesome. He's Alpha and Omega, the beginning and ending. I want you and your family to be covered in the blood. Trust him at all times. You people pour out your heart before him. He loves you. He loves you more than you love yourself. Trust me. Jesus is Lord. And we bow at his feet, we bow prostrate at his feet, and we worship him daily. Praise his name. T tonight, I want to deal with uh, a particular part, part of scripture that you probably know, but some of the words in there open up other doors. And that is, in Philippians 2, round 20, it says, Work out your salvation. For it is God that works in you, both to do of his will and of his good pleasure. I want to stop, pause, and park with that because the work of God is important in our lives. In Philippians 1, 6, it says, He, Jesus, that hath begun a good work in you. And notice, notice these prepositions. He tells us to work something out but it's God that works something in. Now, pause on that. What is God working in, and what are we to work out? And and so in Philippians 2.20 says, work out, ek, your salvation, amen, with fear and trembling. Don't take it, don't take it light. Be very reverenced to God for the salvation he places in us. You got to work it out. Something he deposited in you needs to be worked out. God is not working it out. God placed it in you. Now, now, now hold that thought. What has God placed in me that I need to work out? So he says, for it is God that works in you both to do of his good will and his good pleasure. And then it says, um, in Philippians 1, 6, amen, uh, he that hath begun, the beginning phrases of this work, a good work, God calls it good. Everything God does in our lives is good, is great, is gracious, it's by grace. God, he that hath begun a good work in us will keep on doing it till he returns. So it's ongoing, it's continuous, Okay. Now we cut classes, we fail courses, we mess up, but God continues to work, all right? So one of the things I want to deal with this morning, this, this evening, is that this matter, what did God work in me? He worked the work of salvation by grace through faith. That's not yours. It's a gift of God that any man should boast. We didn't ask to be saved. I know people think. They summon God. Uh, God chose us. We didn't choose him, John 15. So God worked in us salvation. That is, that once we ask Christ to come into our lives, believing he died for sins, buried, rose again, son of God, God the son, we're saved. We're saved by calling. It was God that called you. He called us out of darkness and translated to his marvelous light, okay? So this, the work of salvation is done by God. You can't earn it. You can't work for it. It happens when God deems it to happen. And it says that God, 
listen, works in salvation. What does salvation do? Salvation automatically gives us another nature, God's nature. We have a sinful nature, the flesh, and now we have God's nature. Okay, so now we got two natures. And most of us, and I'll get to this, we're, we are fighting between the natures daily till we see Jesus. All right? Once we see Jesus, there's no, there's no need for faith because we, we'll see him face to face. So, so the fact of the matter is the work of salvation was placed in us. And then the work of sanctification, Romans 6 and 7, we are part of that. And... This is where we're fighting between these two natures. Paul says, in my flesh dwell of no good thing. With my mind, I serve the law of God, but in my flesh, the law of sin. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from my sin? So we are in battle every day between the natures. One, one, the, the old nature is suggesting something that's not of God. The new nature is suggesting something that is of God. And the more we feed the new nature, the word of God, it takes over and it renders the old nature inoperative. In other words, the old nature has no more power as we grow in grace. So it's the work of salvation that God puts in us freely, the work of sanctification that we cooperate with God. Amen. The word, listen, the work of separation, Romans 8, where we start pulling back from things not like God. And then the word of submission, the work of submission, Philippians 2. God, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We start submitting to the word of God, submitting to the will of God, submitting to the way of God, submitting to the work of God. So, so what God is doing with the submission, he is, listen, he is allowing us to approach him, to live for him, amen, in humility. I can't do anything without him. That's, that's, that's that work of submission. And then there's the work of standing. Ephesians 6, we got to stand against the wiles, the strategies of the devil. We're not standing on our own. We're standing because we have this armor. We're standing on the floor. We put on the full armor, the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, and all, all those pieces of armor. And we're standing against Satan because Satan wants to deceive. He wants, Satan wants to misdirect. Satan wants to take you out. But he can't do it. We stand. We stand in the name of Jesus. And then this standing protects us. This standing gives us peace. This standing provides. This, this standing promotes. God wants us standing. Not laying down and crying. Not victimizing ourselves and throwing the towel in. Not wanting to go back in the world. Stand. And after you've done everything, stand. But then he talks about standing, praying in the spirit. Ephesians 6.18. What does that mean? It means I get to a point now where I'm praying according to the will of God, word of God, wisdom of God. But I'm praying that I want the spirit to just have his way. And that's growth. Praying in the spirit with all perseverance. We persevere to pray in the Spirit. We look past our faults. We look past 
our faithlessness. We look past our fractures. We look past our history and our hurts. We look past all the stuff that's been thrown at us, all the times we failed, all the times we couldn't pray, all the times we got tired. We, we persevere in standing. Lord, I know you have my back. I know you have my life. I know you know my prayers. I know you have your promises. I know <clears throat> that <clears throat> you're going to bring me out of my situations. You're going to bless my children. You're going to bless my marriage. You're going to bless my money. You're going to bless my ministry. You're going to bless my gifts. You're going to bless. So I need to persevere. Because God is a God of promises. Yea and amen. God is a God of peace. He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. You got to get up in the morning and glue your mind to Jesus. Lord, here's how you glue your mind to Jesus. Not my will, but me thine will be done. My life is in your hands. Everything I have is yours. And whatever you want, I praise you for it. The peace of God that passes all understanding will keep it a guard. He puts a guard there. Our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. You know what messes us up? You know why we don't have peace? We're worried. And God says, fret not. I've placed a guard at your heart to guard your emotions. I know you've been through a lot. I've placed a guard in your mind so you won't process everything against you. Let go. Let go. Work. The work of wisdom. The work of wealth. The work of worship. The work of waiting. I will wait on the Lord. He heard my cry. And he will deliver me from all my fears. Work with God tonight. And to begin to work, listen to me, stop working. Let God do the work. We love you. Have a great evening. Jesus loves you and I do too.